0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 45 at the KVOM studios on this Tuesday, the 19th of April, 2022. Rich Mollers with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We've got a gorgeous day in store for you today. A little cool, sunny skies, a high in the mid-60s. Now, overnight tonight, we've got a 70% chance of rain and thunderstorms developing. Our low down to 50 Showers and thunderstorms are possible Wednesday throughout the day. A 90% chance of those with gusty winds will have a high around 68. Wednesday night, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy otherwise, and a low of 62. And a slight chance of rain Thursday through midday, mostly cloudy, a high of 77. And sunshine on Friday and Saturday with highs in the low 80s. Right now, fair and forty-five at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day, Kathy Wood at Action Services. Obituaries this morning: Othel Dwayne Howard, a J.D. five of Center Ridge, died on Saturday, April sixteenth. Funeral service will be held this afternoon at two at Harris Funeral Home Chapel, with Dr. Thomas Flowers officiating. Burial will follow at Pleasant Hill Cemetery in Center Ridge by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends an hour prior to service time at the funeral home. Larry Ruffner, age 77, of Moralton, died on Sunday, April 17th. He was a retired electrician after 39 years with Arkansas Craft and a member of Sacred Heart Catholic Church. He is survived by his wife of 58 years, Barbara Louise Bird Ruffner of Moralton, children Teresa Tess Castillo of Conway, Michael Rufner of Louisiana, and James Rufner of Moralton, four grandchildren, 12 great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild. A graveside service for Larry Rufner will be held Friday, April twenty-second, 2 p.m. at Sacred Heart Cemetery with Father Jack Harris officiating. The family will receive friends Thursday night from 6 until 8 at the funeral home. Marvin Van Acott, Jr., age 78, died Tuesday, April twelfth. A memorial service will be held Sunday, April 24th at 5 p.m. at First Baptist Church of Pettyjean Mountain. A second memorial service will be held Thursday, April 28th at the Brookdale Living Center in Conway. Arrangements are by Rosewood Cremation and Funerals of Moralton. 733, let's turn to news this morning. Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson has released key findings and recommendations of an anticipated state broadband report from Consultant Broadband Development Group. According to the BDG findings, Arkansas currently has 210,000 underserved households. 100,000 of these households are covered by a grant under the Federal Rural Digital Opportunity Fund. Because of the federal rules associated with this grant, the state cannot fund grants to these areas, but Hutchinson says, Arkansas can address the gap in service of the remaining 100,000 households. The state anticipates future funding for broadband through the Coronavirus Capital Project Fund, Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, and a second installment of American Rescue Plan Act funds this summer. The State Broadband Office, created by Governor Hutchinson in July of 2019, has already awarded $386 million in grants through the Arkansas Rural Connect grant program. BDG was hired to perform a statewide study to determine the true state of broadband coverage in Arkansas and finding the most efficient way to fund deployment to those remaining underserved. The Arkansas Department of Commerce plans to convene stakeholders next month to discuss the report and seek community feedback. 735, fair, 45 degrees at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 65 with sunshine this afternoon, And stormy weather moving in tonight and tomorrow, KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Always in touch. Jean Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, 737, fair and 45 degrees at the KVOM studios. Coronavirus case numbers remain low, both locally and statewide. Following Monday's report from the Arkansas Department of Health, there are just six active cases of the virus in Conway County and four in Perry County. There are just over 1,000 active cases in the state, with only 25 new cases reported in Arkansas Monday. The number of hospitalizations in the state has fallen to 47 as of Monday afternoon. The Health Department recorded six new deaths in Arkansas Monday, for a total of 11,354 since the start of the pandemic. Conway County has recorded 65 COVID-related deaths. Perry County has had 37. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton is once again expanding its educational offerings this summer to children. The school's Workforce Development and Community Education Department has a number of summer camps and classes scheduled for kids. Kids College has been a summer tradition at UACCM for nearly 20 years, and spokesperson Mary Clark says there are two sessions available, one for kindergarten and first grade students and one for second and third grade students.
1: And this year's theme is going to be a day at the farm, but it is they are designed to be not only fun, but educational. Um, And they will focus on things like English, math, and science. Um, All of our instructors are fully licensed elementary school teachers, Um, and those uh, are going on concurrently um, from June 6th through June 9th.
0: Other youth camps planned for this summer at the college include the Young Manufacturers Academy for ages 12 through 14, Career Tech Academy for students in grades 9 through 12, Welding Camp, Automotive Camp, and a new opportunity for students this summer, a fishing camp.
1: And that one will be June 13th through the 16th. And our instructor in welding is actually teaching that, and uh, Zach Freeman, and he's not only a wonderful welder, he's also a very seasoned angler. And so he's uh, going to be starting this for students grades four through six and uh, just talk about the basics of fishing, learn how to identify different types of fish. Um, And we have uh, Horizon Boats uh, from Lamar is actually donating fishing poles for all the participants in that.
0: For more information on any of the camps being offered at the college this summer, visit uaccm.edu. The effort is underway by Conway Police to ensure the Oak Street and Elsinger Boulevard intersection is not blocked by drivers. It's been a problem at the site, which is the turn-in to Conway Commons, and police began enforcing an Arkansas statute that prohibits stopping, standing, or parking in specified places Monday. The city hopes a traffic study and urban design program called Oak Street Ahead will help ease the issue as well. That involves the entire corridor from downtown to the Expo Center. Also in the works, adaptive traffic signals to monitor traffic in real time. According to KATV Channel 7, the plans, which may also include a 64-65 connector, will be addressed in a public hearing next month. Medical marijuana patients spent $24.1 million in March at the state's 38 dispensaries, to obtain 4,166 pounds of cannabis, according to Scott Harden, a spokesman for the Arkansas Medical Marijuana Commission. Locally, Enlightened Cannabis for People Moralton sold 39.09 pounds of medical marijuana for the month. Department of Health officials report there are currently 81,901 patients licensed to buy medical marijuana in Arkansas. A Conway cardiologist is purchasing the Wild River Country property with plans for new construction next year, Arkansas Business Reports Dr. James Thomas's Molly Construction will be creating a new entertainment center aimed at kids and families. The 28 million dollar project would include a driving range with electronically tracked golf balls, an arcade with electronic games, laser tag and virtual reality games, a 24-lane hyper bowling alley, restaurant and bar. The water park closed in 2019. Thomas's group is also building an entertainment and residential facility off Dave Ward Drive in Conway. Arkansas Tech University has been selected as a host location for the 2022 Arkansas Computer Science and Computing Educator Academy. The program, which is overseen by the Arkansas Department of Education Office of Computer Science, will provide up to 60 Arkansas residents who are employed by an Arkansas public school district or intend to teach within an Arkansas public school district with tuition-free access to up to 18 credit hours of graduate study at ATU. The program is made possible by a grant from ADE to Arkansas Tech. This will be the second consecutive year that ATU has served as a host location. According to information provided by ADE, program completers will learn basic computer science, receive preparation for passing the computer science content knowledge praxis exam, gain approval to teach high school computer science courses, earn up to 18 post-secondary graduate level credits in computer science, and expand skills in specialized areas aligned to state-adopted programs of study. The first two weeks of the 2022 Academy at Arkansas Tech are set for June 13th through 17th and June 20th through 24th on the ATU campus in Russellville, with advanced training options offered from June 27th through July 29th. In accordance with provisions in the grant, candidate selection may be prioritized based on regional needs and for districts that are classified as high-poverty. Coming up on 7:43, let's check markets for you now. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones in downtown Morrilton.
2: On Wall Street, U.S. equities bounced around the flat line for most of the day Monday before finishing slightly lower as rising interest rates continue to shape the market narrative and investor sentiment. Treasury yields moved modestly higher today, with 10-year rates sitting at the highest level since the end of 2018. The energy sector led the way thanks to higher oil prices. But beyond that, there was no particular theme to Monday's underlying performance, suggesting markets may be in wait-and-see mode as incoming inflation, economic, and earnings data are digested. Stocks are still lower on the year, but have risen from the mid-March lows. The Dow closed at 34,411, down 39 points. NASDAQ closed at 13,332, down 18 points. Volume was moderate as 875 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down $0.08 at $19.46. Bank of America was up $1.28 at $38.85. Centerpoint Energy was down $0.12 at $32.28. Deering Company was up $1.70 at $438.45. Energy Corporation was up $0.24 at $124.44. Under Armour was down $0.04 at $14.84. Simmons Bank was up 19 cents at $25.07. Regions Financial was up 19 cents at $20.92. Southwestern Energy was up 29 cents at $8.48. Tyson Foods was down 37 cents at $95.08. Walmart was down $1.20 at $155.88. LiveRamp was down 39 cents at $35.59. Interpublic Group was unchanged at $34.49. Nextera Energy was down $1.10 at $81.71. Natural gas was up $0.39 at $7.69. Precious metals were higher. Gold was up $5.80 at $1,980.70. Silver was up $0.33 at $26.03. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton.
0: On our community calendar, the Plummerville City Council meets in regular session tonight at six in the community room. The Wonderview School Board will meet in regular session Wednesday night at six in the boardroom. Morlton Primary School will hold kindergarten registration for the 2022-23 school year this Thursday from 9 a.m. until 7:30 p.m. in the MPS safe room. A copy of the child's birth certificate, social security card, immunization records. Medical, physical, and proof of residency are required to complete registration. For more information, call 501-354-9423. The Lanny Heritage Association will have a yard sale fundraiser at the Lanny Community Building on Highway 287 in the Lanny Community, Friday and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. each day. All proceeds will go to the building fund for utilities and upkeep at the building. Donated items will be accepted through tomorrow by calling Jane McLaren at 501 501- 208 You can also ask her about making monetary donations to the building fund. And Knights of Columbus Council 5209 in Morrilton is currently holding its Live Free for a Month raffle fundraiser. The winner will have their bills paid for a month, up to $1,500 for rent or mortgage, up to $250 each for electricity and cell phone, up to $100 each for natural gas and water, up to $500 for medical insurance and car payment, up to $200 for cable satellite internet, up to $300 for auto insurance, and up to $800 for groceries and dining. There is a minimum prize of $2,500. Tickets are $20 each. The drawing will be held May 20th. Tickets may be purchased at Monday Night Bingo Games at the KC Hall on North Cedar Street or by calling KVOM Radio at 501-354-2484. We want to take a moment and thank you for tuning in to KVOM's Morning News Watch. And we also want to recognize that not everyone can listen at 7.30. So that's why we've made the broadcast convenient for everyone by making it available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen, whenever it's convenient for you, search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM NewsWatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 747, fair and 45 degrees at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, a visit with Moralton Mayor Allen Lipsmeyer. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Avions hey, you
3: know, News Sports, I'm Eric Tyler. Junior Maddox Hogan's two-out RBI double in the sixth inning lifted the Marlton High School baseball team to a 5-4 win over Fort Smith Northside in a non-conference game Monday afternoon at Devil Dog Yard. Neither team scored until the fourth inning when the Grizzlies got a two-run homer to go up 2-0. Devil Dog scored twice in the bottom of the inning to tie it before Northside regained the lead with a two-run fifth inning. Senior Bo McElroy's two-run double in the bottom of that inning re- uh, retied it, and the Devil Hugs were able to keep the Grizzlies off the board in the final two innings to preserve their 15th win of the season against just one loss. McElroy earned the win, pitching two scoreless innings over two separate relief stints. Sophomore Luke Carner had two hits in the game, and senior Braden Garrett drove in a run for Marlton. The Devil Oaks will try to wrap up an undefeated 4-4 conference season when they play at home against Clarksville today at 4-30. Junior Cheyenne Kemp hit her eighth home run of the season, and sophomore Sophia Warman had two hits, but the Morrillton High School softball team lost its non-conference game to box site 7-4 on Monday in Morrillton. That loss drops Devil Dog's record to 14-5. and They'll play for the 4A4 Conference Championship on senior night at Devil Dog Yard today at 4.30 p.m. against Clarksville. The Nemo Vista softball team lost its 1A4 conference game to Mount Vernon Nola 18-5 on Monday in Center Ridge, dropping their record to 4-10 overall, 2-4 in conference play. Lady Redhawks and the Redhawk baseball team will both play conference games at Sacred Heart today. Both those games are scheduled to start at 4 p.m. We'll have the broadcast of that softball game for you live on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800. The Wonderview softball team beat Dardanelle four to two in a non-conference game on Monday in Dardanelle. Lady Daredevil's now seven and four on the season with that win. Wonderview Softball and Baseball teams play host to Mount Vernie Nola today for 1A4 Conference Games, both of those starting at 430. Marlton High School soccer teams are also in action tonight. They'll play 4A South Conference Games at Go Robinson. Girls game starts at 5 p.m. followed by the boys game at 7. After having Monday off, the St. Louis Cardinals back in action tonight for the start of a three-game series against the Marlins in Miami. First pitch at 5.40 p.m. with broadcast airing live on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800, and on 92.7 Jack FM. Look at weather now on this Tuesday, and we've had a low temperature this morning at 36 degrees. High yesterday was 70. A year ago today, the low is 36 with a high of 74 No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM, total for the year 18.58 inches. Our sunset this evening is 7.46, sunrise tomorrow morning is 6.33. Then our forecast for today calls for sunshine, afternoon high near 65 degrees, calm winds for the most part today, but then some clouds tonight, 70% chance of overnight showers, a low around 50 degrees, 90% chance of showers and thunderstorms now for Wednesday with a high near 68, and then decreasing chances by Wednesday night, the low around 62, slight chance still on Thursday, uh, mainly in the morning, the high near 77, and then we'll have mostly sunny skies returning Friday and Saturday with highs in the low to mid eighties to start the weekend. Seven fifty two on KVOM Newswatch
0: continues in just a moment. always in touch. Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender.
3: It is 7.56 now on KEVOM. We're joined on our close-up segment by Marlton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Eric. Right. It's good to have you in for a monthly visit here on this Tuesday and a few things to talk about. And uh, Of course, we see uh, currently on Oak Division Street that paving work is
4: continuing, so it's
3: good to good to see they're, they're getting on that and that'll, that'll be nice when that's done
4: yeah that should be done today maybe uh, they, they've milled out both sides of oak and division and they paved it back water is always going to run down oak street yeah i mean it's like a natural spring over there so they got as much water as they could out last friday and and paved that side because as they patched that side of the road the water kept the pavement eat out and mm-hmm. splash up in people's driveways and yards So, hopefully, they got a good seal on this, got it paved good, and it's going to hold up. All right, then. And they're going to do – so, you know, bear with the highway department. They've spent a lot of money in Conway County this year, and uh, we're going to do Harding Street, all five lanes. That's going to be milled out. So, that's going to be kind of hectic out there, them working on that, trying to repave. Everybody going to all the stores out that way. Then we're getting a state overlay on Branch Street south st joseph green street and bridge to the bypass so a lot of work being done in high traffic areas a lot of areas that are used heavily so you know we're going to have to be patient and work through this but this summer we're going to see a lot of paving done in, in in marlton by the highway department and we appreciate them we didn't ask for that they they've done it on their own and you know, with the federal money that they've received, they're spending a lot of money in Conway County. Highway 95, our freeway has been paved all the way through Conway County. Yep. Uh, so we appreciate the work they're doing.
3: Yep, absolutely. Making those roads look good, which is, I know, something you've wanted to. As you want to see a lot of that get done, of course, before the eclipse coming here yes. in, in a couple of years. We we had a big, big kickoff event for that, marked the uh, the kind of two year uh, mark until that, and that, that was a nice event. Uh,
4: it was a great event despite the the wind. but uh you know we've got a committee in place got several co-chairs and we've been working for you know two years on this and you know i, I i've got to say thank you to dr clay sherrod he called me back in 2017 and said this could be huge for marlton and conway county and uh i that's not on my radar I didn't think much about it but I tried to jump on that. We had a meeting in 2017 at the Rialto, and 10 people showed up. And then I heard the comments, well, you're too early. You're starting too early. Well, you know, as Clay has said, you can't start too early. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could have millions of people in in Arkansas. We could have hundreds of thousands of people right here in Conway County. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't know what to expect. We're going to plan as best we can. For the unknown, uh, we've secured porta potties, we're trying to create villages. You know, we only have four hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. I mean, four hotels with 200 hotel rooms, so that's not going to be a major impact. Mm-hmm. The villages and people bringing their campers and staying in, in, at people's houses or the Airbnbs and all the stuff that's available on the mountain that's what's going to draw people here. And we want to have events. We want to have, you know, draw this out for about a week, and it's going to be a huge economic Im- impact on, on Marlton and Conway County. We want to take advantage of that. Sure. But I just, you know, owe it all to Clay for putting the bug in my ear, you know, to get it, to get going on this. And then we also have Jim Daly, who's uh, head of the Parks and Tourism as, as a consultant for us. He's been in touch with Casper, Wyoming, and that's where we're getting a lot of our information. Tread Anderson, our assistant police chief, has been in touch with their police chief to see how they handled situations. Mm -hmm. One of the things that uh, he showed me some information on, there was quite a few arrests Mm -hmm. during that week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, they have a lot more uh, bars and taverns and things like that that we don't have. So hopefully that's not going to be an issue. But that's something to think about, the traffic, Mm -hmm. how the traffic's going to be handled. Uh, You know, uh, 9-1, the... Steve Beavers has had a meeting with all the, the ambulance services and Mm -hmm. all the police officers and sheriffs. How are we going to handle all this? Where are we going to have ambulances stationed on the mountain? Are we going to have, you know, in town where, and hopefully we've made Marlton walkable where people will not be driving as much. They'll walk to these events. They're all going to be downtown or they could be at the high school, but you can walk anywhere in town to the high school or to downtown and so hopefully people will come to Marlton, park their car, and not be as mobile. They'll hopefully the weather will cooperate, and they can they can walk instead of moving around so much, and that won't be an issue. Yeah. You know we're gonna have to bring in golf carts and and things like that to help us move around and and there's a lot to think about a lot to do but i want you to you know reassure everybody that we have been planning and we are we're thinking about all these things and we're in touch with people on the blue line and that were in 17 to get us prepared for this yeah and we'll keep hearing more about that over yes next couple yes of years it's gonna be in front of you a lot for the next yes, two years for sure
3: and uh of course had that kickoff event at the Holyfield future side of the Holyfield Plaza. plus hopefully that's something that'll be done by then and we'll we'll see that well going. the you know, story. we've
4: raised about $300,000. Uh, you know, the city stepped up and gave 100000 out of our American Rescue Plan money. Hopefully the county is going to contribute to that. We're not tapped into Waylon Holyfield and his friends yet to see mm-hmm. what they can do. But I, have, I don't think they're going to have any problem getting that built. And that's going to be a huge draw for our downtown, mm-hmm. along with all the other great things that are going on downtown. And yep. we've had a couple of ribbon cuttings lately. Lately. Uh, there's buildings being sold that are being renovated and are getting rented out. So, you know, people that think nothing's going on in our downtown, there's a lot going on in our downtown, and it's a lot better than it was 15 years ago or 20 years ago. And there's a lot lot, lot what a lot to go, but uh, we're working on that slowly but surely.
3: And a little bit going on uh, east into town over in Hall Drive, Bowling Alley, Skating Rink. How's that coming along?
4: Well, uh, as you – may have seen larry came out and did a video of the bowling alley. we've got walls up uh the thing about the bowling alley is like everything else our supply mm-hmm. chain and we've ordered our new skates and that's going to take three months to get here we've ordered our bowling equipment and that's three months to get here so uh, we were hoping to have it up by summer i don't want to make that promise mm-hmm. because i don't know yet i mean it's just hard to tell i'm gonna say a couple more months i can, we could probably pinpoint a date but we've got walls up we're getting electrical done. We got all the commodes and urinals re- mm-hmm. taken out. We're gonna have all new stuff there. We got our kitchen framed up. We've had some work done in our kitchen. Uh, we got a new roof put on the far end of the where the arcade area is gonna be, and party rooms framed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's moving along, so hopefully we'll have all the remodel done, and then when the bowling equipment, by the time the bowling equipment gets here, and then then we can really tell you yeah. a, a date, but. What's exciting to me is I'm getting private messages just about every day when it's going to open so they can plan a birthday party, yep. which is what we want to happen because mm-hmm. you have to go to Conway, Russellville to do these kind of things, and we're going to have that right here. And if you've seen that video and see what the bowling alley side is going to look like, you're not going to expect that in yep. Marlton, Arkansas. Yeah. But that just shows you, you know, when the arena when the arena was built and Rob Harris' funeral home and McGee Ford, places like that, show that we can have as nice a stuff as anybody else can have No, oh, yeah may, may not be to the big a scale mm-hmm. but we can have as nice a stuff as anybody else and we're going to have that and, and this will be open for the eclipse and you know it'll be a thing for people to do and the skating side is going to be a multiple multiple use uh piece of property we're going to be able to show movies in there do all kinds of things mm-hmm. in there and it's, you know it's going to be a family-oriented place. Uh, we are not going to tolerate any nonsense. You know you're going to be thrown out. We're not. This is going to be a place for kids and families to come and have a good time. Good. Yep, yep. And uh, we'll also be getting some new tennis courts and pickleball
3: courts. Be get, get, <coughs> put, getting beds out on the, on that.
4: Crow has designed that for us, and uh, they're going to be really nice. Our park parking lot there in front of the volleyball is going to be kind of redone to make it look better and more efficient and then the volleyball courts will be or the pickleball courts will be where the volleyball courts was. those are going to go out for bed i think around april the 27th mm-hmm. we're doing the holyfield place and that together put them out at the same time hopefully we'll get a better rate you know if they do all those projects mm-hmm. at the same time a lot of concrete work there but uh, the mm-hmm. tennis courts are going down to bare dirt and start from scratch which we, we've resurfaced them a couple times and it had a old concrete pad and if you and we put asphalt over the concrete and you know those cracks just follow through and it's really in bad shape we're going to redo the drainage over there and we're going to pour one big slab for all the courts and i th- and think that'll probably get us a better price and make it look better Yep. all right but yep. we're excited about that project also and that you know that came out of putting the bowling alley out to the public you know mm-hmm. we put that out and people ask about tennis and pickleball so we didn't want to I think we were just one-track minded and yeah. only won the bowl now so we were able to incorporate that into the end of the project also
3: yep exciting stuff and uh, of course sales tax revenue continues to, to, to go up yeah you know uh,
4: and two years ago we got a two hundred thousand dollar increase last year four hundred thousand dollar increase so our sales tax is not as high as it was but we're still over those increases and so uh, I think you know people have shopped local through covid they found out they can get what they what they need here and we've been trying to preach that for years you know shop local that money stays here that allows us to do new uh, park equipment paving the bowling alley allows us to do those quality of life projects that everybody wants us to do because we've got the money now of course the american rescue plan money the covid money all that came into play at a good time for us to do these projects but our sales tax dollars are strong and I mean, who would have known that we would have had that kind of increase in a in a downtime but but I think all small cities did did fair good through COVID because they weren't going to their bigger cities around them.
3: Yeah,
4: all right. Well good stuff, Mayor. Thanks thanks a lot. We're and we've got a lot of you know, we'll be doing some side streets paving also, you know, with with some of our money also this year. So you're gonna see a lot of paving, like I said, be patient with with that work it's going to be this summer and they're in a lot of high traffic areas that you know it's going to be hard for people to maneuver around but please be patient with us because when it's done Marlton's going to look a whole lot better
3: Good. alright Marlton Mayor Alan is joining us this morning thank you so much thank you Eric it is 8.07 now on KVOM
0: you've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch the podcast edition